gathered together from the cosmic reaches of the universe here in this great hall of justice. Superheroes have to be around other superheroes. You know what I mean? That's the Hall of Justice is more about them just commiserating about their powers and less about them like actually fighting crime. So what uh what is this place anyway? Is this some type of fancy DMV? Are you kidding? It's the Hall of Justice. Seth Everett is the best there is at what he does, Bob. And what he does is the Hall of Justice podcast. Go, go, go with a smile. Welcome to the Hall of Justice. I hope everyone has had a nice holiday season. This is the last episode before 2024. And talk about going out with a whimper. I always knew that this would be the episode. I just needed a friend that was willing during the holiday season to not only do this podcast with me, but go see this film, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I do not think there has been a movie that has had such little expectations. And Marshall, who is the sports director at CBS2 in Chicago, has been a regular on this podcast, and we saw it. As is traditional, spoilers, I can't even believe I'm saying that, but spoilers, if you don't want to know the plot, well then pause this podcast, go see the film, but I have a feeling that if you're not going to see the film, you might want to listen. Also, we want to remind you that this episode is presented by Factor, and during this holiday season, Factor is something that you really should consider. Pre-prep meals ship right to your house, delicious and easy, you just heat them up. Go to factormeals.com slash hallofjustice50 for more info. More on that in just a moment. Marshall, most people are sleeping the week between Christmas and New Year's. Most people don't listen to podcasts, let alone don't go on any podcasts. My man, you offered to do this review of a movie that nobody needs and nobody was looking for. Just before we get into the film... Thank you, thank you, and thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. I mean, movies get made. We got to <laughs> talk about it, right? Isn't that how it goes? One of these days, I need to have you on the show to talk about something good. <laughs> like, oh, wait. I feel like we've talked about good things in the past. It's, it's been a while, but yeah. It's been a while. I mean, the last time I was on talking about The Flash, right? Yes. <laughs> that That was not good. No. So I, that episode, I, when we recorded that episode, that made me actually like the movie less. Yeah, you let out a lot of rage in that episode. I, I was just kind of like, it is what it is. Oh. You, you let out rage. And so today, I yeah. hope the rage aside, we can just agree that it is what it is. It is what it is. It's it's a movie that I felt. It just had nothing in it. it, it there was nothing there. Um, it picks up exactly where you thought these characters would pick up. Um, the aesthetics of the whole thing are wonderful. Storm is great. That's a great homage to the 1960s cartoon. Um, that's the the animal that he rides in the in the in the ocean that, that looked gorgeous. that was that was very cool. And James Wan, one of the things I took my biggest takeaway from the first movie applies to the second movie, which is 
James Wan loves the comic source material. He loves the animated stuff. Everything looks like it's straight from a comic book, except for one thing in this movie, and that's Momoa. Well, yeah, because you can't turn Because he didn't pick Momoa. Zack Snyder picked Momoa. Yeah, bl- he's not blonde and... Sure. Right, he doesn't look like Aquaman. He right. never looks like Aquaman. And in this movie, he never looks like Aquaman. So that going into it, it, you just there's no connection to the character. Um, the fact that his brother's in it, okay. Black Manta's awesome. I think Yaya Abdul Mateen, he's amazing. He's the best part Absolutely. of the whole movie. I thought he was the best part of the movie. Yes. Uh Great actor, fell in love with him in um, Watchmen, the series. Yes. Oh, yes, the series. So, so, so here, here's what I'll say: like, I know what Jason Momoa is. I just watched the last, you know, uh, Fast and Furious. So, like, Momoa has become—he's a movie star, but like, I'm not saying he's the greatest actor in the world, but like, it's the parts that he plays that make him, you know, who he is. I. My, my my issue with, with, with Momoa as Aquaman is ever since Justice League, the scene where they're in, you know, at Bruce Smith's, or not Bruce Smith, sorry. Bruce Wayne. The, they're, they're at Bruce Wayne's place, mm-hmm. and he starts going on and on because he's got the, the lasso of truth around him. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, this is so, ah, I, 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 I just, I, I don't love the character, you know, mm-hmm. and the way they've done it. The first movie I just thought was really compelling. Even though I thought he was the 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 the, the guy, I, I I just I, I don't know. Uh, by the way, as I'm reading about this, Abdul Mateen was cast as Wonder Man in a Disney Plus series. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot about that too. Yeah, that's it. so he's not going to be Kang. He's not going to be Kang. Yeah, that's unfortunate, actually. He was an amazing Dr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Yes. Um, so 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 the movie itself, like I go in when I say low expectations, let me tell you something. I can't tell you the last time I've had any expectations for a DC movie. I guess technically I had some expectations for the flash, but oh, even no, no, no. Triple. Can I can I disagree? I, I had high expectations for Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, I love okay, that, the first fair. one. I love the first one. And when the second one, remember the whole debate, uh, it was streaming or theaters and three streaming and theaters. And then they eventually said streaming and I, it was during COVID and everything. It was on Christmas I, Day. It was, I offered on, on the, the podcast. I offered on the podcast to pay $75 for that to be on my screen. And so, I was crushed. Yeah, it just she that, steals that whole, a plane and rapes a guy. That whole script, I was like, oh, this is very birds of prey-ish. Like yeah. I it, it was it was so disappointing. I, I just looked uh Seth the other day at a, a like one of those charts, not a chart, but like a poster, and it had every every uh movie poster from this DC era. Okay. Like, starting with Man of Steel, and of course, this is the fight, this is last call. This is the last Aquaman one, man. and the last ki- lost lost kingdom. And I was like, there's not very many movies here that I get it get excited about and it's really sad that we went through a whole phase if you will i enjoyed man of steel um but after that wonder woman was like the other highlight highlight yeah and 
Although I loved Harley Quinn and Margot Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, I didn't enjoy the movies she was in except for the second Suicide Squad. I was I know you have issues with who the villain was and how they portrayed the villain, but I I just we we really missed out on a whole just an opportunity was wasted. Wonder Woman to me is hands down the best of the of the DC uh, extended universe they're calling it the DCU. Yes. Um, Wonder Woman one is the best of these movies. I would argue number two is Aquaman, the first Aquaman. Um, I'm taking Man of Steel over that, but I I, I, I my hear problem you. with Man of Steel. My, my my issue with Man of Steel is he's never Superman. He's an alien. Uh, Lois Lane finds out who he is, and within six hours she's on a spaceship. Um, he he um he his flying is angry everything's angry and he lets his dad die and i think that's idiotic um the the man of steel bothered me you know man of steel bothered me and you know when man of steel was out that's when Zack snyder was on this podcast and he ripped superman fans because the criticism of man of steel and then Batman v Superman comes out and they're fighting and they, they stop fighting because they don't know his name. They never talk. Lex Martin. Luthor manipulated them so easily. How are these two juggernauts so stupid? I feel like they were trying to borrow from like, you know, the Dark Knight. And, uh, no, I know what they returns, were trying. But, but, but it just... It, but, it, but in the, the Dark Knight, in the Dark Knight, the, the book... Right. right and the animated movie, the graphic novel. Gotcha. Superman becomes a, a pawn for the government. Absolutely, that's not why they're fighting in Batman v Superman. They're no, they're fighting. fighting they're fighting because because of Man Wayne of Steel. Saw aliens fighting and said, "This is this is not good for the Earth. Can't trust him." But yeah, blah blah blah. I look. look my my point. In Blue this Beetle whole, was also pretty good. I like Blue Beetle. Uh, Blue Beetle's good. Blue Beetle's good. It, it's, I'm, it's my top three. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Blue Beetle are my I, top Blue Beetle is like one of the only ones I didn't see in the theater because I just like, I was really busy at that time. I couldn't get to the theater to see it. The first Shazam was okay. I don't mean to cut you off, but the first Oh, no, Shazam I, I, was... I, now, see, I, I would put Shazam over Blue Beetle. The first okay. Shazam. I would. Yeah, my only issue with that, um, I just thought uh, Billy Batson was like morose and Zach levy was when he when he's shazam he's he's like happy-go-lucky and i didn't i I thought they were two different people yeah he didn't bring that same edge once he said the word i i I got you um right be the same person because you're the same person i know that you're the same person you have have superpowers right and and so it's it's you got a child with a side of adult as opposed to an adult or you got you got an adult with a side of child when really it should have been a child with the side of adult. Yeah. Um, the wisdom of Solomon will do that to you. Um, here's what here's what I'll say, Seth. <laughs> I as as you know, you can see me right now. I know it's a podcast, but you can see me right now. The problem with DC is the same problem when they started this whole thing. You're never gonna match what the animated universe has has been able to yeah. do. And that there, that's how, that's what all these fans. Or I'm sorry, most of these fans are familiar with. And if they had the come adult out... adult fans, the people who listen to this podcast. Yeah, the people who listen to this podcast. If you came out, instead of the Flash, you did a real Flash Paradox style. And one of my issues with Aquaman is this. Orm, 
aka Ocean Master, it, it, it's too friendly. It's too benevolent. It's too yeah. no. Like at the end of the movie, I needed some action he just, there. He just let him go. <laughs> just let him go. Like, like, and he's just very like, oh, you know, my mom says we should be cool. We should be cool. That's not what I remember about Ocean Master and no. any other previous t- incarnation. Yeah. Yeah. So that like in some ways, DC has, I don't want to say marvelized, but they, they've just made the 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 good and the bad too friendly. Like I I I like my villains to be like I like my villains to be like Black Manta. When he said never, you know, yeah, that's a, and well, it, and and Black Manta in the first movie has a real reason to hate Aquaman. I, absolutely, and and they do a good job of Aquaman at the time is a reckless, freak. super reckless. Yeah, and so they do a good job of that in the first movie of like, oh, this dude is nasty, and uh, I think uh, Patrick Wilson's character Orm says, you know, he's always been ruthless. But now, you know, obviously some something more is going on here. And I, I I felt Black Manta's hate every step of the way. And there's like, there's there's nothing he would not do to get what he wanted. This episode of the Hall of Justice is brought to you by our friends at Factor. This bustling holiday season, you may be looking for nutritious, flavorful meals to fuel you on these jam-packed days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service and can help you do breakfast, lunch, dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. Let me let you in on a little secret. On the days that I have to submit a podcast, if I don't get done before dinner time, I have to be preparing a meal for my family. And if the podcast is ever released late... It's because of that. So Factor has helped us a lot. We select the meals that we like as a family. They come already prepared. All you have to do is heat them up. There's 35 plus chef crafted meals every week that support a healthy lifestyle. Meet your meal preferences, whether it's calorie smart, vegan and veggie, protein plus, or something else. This December, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. They're ready in two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com slash hallofjustice50 and use the code hallofjustice50 to get 50% off. That's code hallofjustice50 at factormeals.com slash hallofjustice50 to get 50% off. Cross meal prepping off your list this holiday season with Factor. Now back to the show. The whole Mira storyline. Yikes. Okay. I I know there's a trial. I know that Amber Heard and um, Johnny Depp, they had a whole War of the Roses kind of fight. And she lost. She lost. Right. She, she, She lost. Um, because of that, they tried to write her out of it, and it feels it. You can feel it. She barely says anything, but she's in all these scenes. And I think it hurts because when she's Mira, you know, again, I'm complimenting James Wan from the first movie saying that everybody looked like they were pulled right out of the comic book except for Momoa, right? Right. 
Amber Heard looked like Mira. And she's either in the movie or not. You know, like they didn't take Ezra Miller out of the flash. They doubled down on Ezra Miller. That's another story for another day, but yes. No, but I, I but I but I but I understand. And you know, Amber Heard, I don't know enough about the story. I don't care about the story. I didn't follow it. I didn't follow this trial. There's a documentary about it. I didn't watch it. I I I, I don't care. And I'm not passing judgment. I'm not saying that she's not wrong. She's she's could be a vile human being, but she's either in this movie or not. She was in. She's like, uh, when you play baseball and you don't have enough people, Ghostman on first, Ghostman on second, Ghostman on third. Oh, That's see, her. I was going to make a Black Panther 2 reference. Ooh. Just kill her off screen. Give her a weird illness. I don't think you could do that just because, like, the kid exists, Arthur Jr. Like, I know. It's, I know. You couldn't, you couldn't get rid of her. Cute. I understand why she's in the movie. Right. I, I do, too. But then let her be in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what the process if, was if in terms took of her the out, vision of the script. Right. I want to know what I want to know is I don't want to Snyder cut you right now, but what that version of the movie looks like. Right. She clearly filmed more than she's in every part of it is it's like edited and it's cut out. And it's a part of it is I know I knew that going in because I had read that going in. Right. But she's in it a lot. I I, I don't, I don't don't know. To be saying she's in it a lot to be saying so little. She's in it a lot to be in it so little is what the right. problem is. When she runs for the kid, that's what she should be doing. Absolutely. Like, there's no scenes. She, every time he's alone snuggling with the baby, the dad is in it. And you're like, where's Mira? Where's Mira? Mira shows up. Where's the kid? I'm like, I, 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 I The best thing we can say about this movie is this era is over. I think. Like this is this this like I said this was literally the last call for the DCEU and that's fine because the DCEU had no longer had any legs it wasn't going anywhere you know you go Would back you... to like when they're talking about um the actor the actor that plays Cyborg and the what things he was saying about like oh yeah yeah the whole thing I was just like oh this isn't gonna work long term even back then years ago and so you kind of like at, at a point as a fan. Just kill it already so we can get on with the next thing and do better and learn from mistakes. You're talking about Ray Fisher. Yes, um, Ray Fisher. Yeah. Um, okay. Nicole Kidman, barely in it. Not not what, a good use of her talent. What did, what did she do? And is every one of her scenes with Mira, so because Amber Heard can't be in it a lot, she has to be minimized? And I was trying to understand what was going on with the relationship between Aquaman's father and her at this point. Like, what is it? It like because there was no connectivity there. Even she wasn't like at the house or anything. Obviously, um, you know she had been in exile. She's back, and until until he's on, he's he seems it seems like he's dying. I'm like, oh, their their thing is over. And then she's like on like comforting him as he's like could be dying. I'm like, oh, maybe they're still together. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Yeah, and then Dolph Lundgren comes back. Right. Uh, as Mira's father. He's in it a lot. He is. Uh, for the record, if you're looking for some holiday cheer, Dolph Lundgren was on this podcast episode 107. Uh, and it was recorded in person and it was to promote Creed 2. But that podcast is very wide ranging. He talks about Creed 2, Rock, the whole Rocky franchise. 
He-Man, because remember, he was He-Man. I, I remember and, that movie like it was yesterday. Yeah, and at the time, the upcoming Aquaman movie that I hadn't seen when I recorded Dolph Lundgren. Anyway, that's a great podcast, 107. I So he's in it a lot, and that's kind of like the whole, he remembers what Orm did, and right. I was like, okay, this this I was like, this, this actually makes sense. Right, and then Orm saves him, and I'm like, okay, but I, I, like to me, I need an Ocean Master to have some oomph to him. Like, well, I don't end. have a minute because Black Manta is enough of a bad guy, and this Lost Kingdom was just a bunch of CGI stuff that I don't connect to, and you know the the statement that they're making about global warming and stuff like that. Okay, that's obvious. He's Aquaman, like. That's, you know, when Aquaman shows up in Superman, the animated series, what's he mad about? Man damaging his ocean. Yes. I, that, that, that's, that's, that's been in the comic book for decades. Um, that doesn't, that doesn't register. When, when they're blowing it up and Randall Park says to Black Manta and he says, and he says, I can't believe what we just did. And he goes, well, humans were doing this all along. We just, we just sped up the process. It. Yeah. Fast forwarded it. Yeah. By the way, Randall Park. He's better in WandaVision. Yes, absolutely. Like much better in WandaVision. His character, not the actor. He's great. No, no, no. Um, here's my thing with Randall Park's character. How surprised were you that he was alive at the end of the movie? No. <laughs> right? Why was he alive? Yeah, like, and, and that's like, who who died in this movie? <laughs> who Who of consequence died in this movie besides... Uh, supposedly Black Manta. It, it didn't have the, it didn't strike the fear into me. I was never scared for anybody in this movie. Yeah. You never thought the kid was in real danger. Yeah. Dr. Shin, Dr. Shin, uh, Randall Park's character is probably the closest I was to scare when he pulled out, if I pull out this blade, I draw blood and he scratches him up. Listen, I need my, I need my, I need mine a little darker, man. You just need some stakes. Yeah. I need stakes. There was no, there were no stakes. Right. Like uh, you mentioned like uh, Black Panther 2. Folks were dying in Black Panther too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Wakanda forever. People yeah, were dying. The mom. The mom has this glorious death. Too bad T'Challa couldn't have one too. But yeah, I understand. And and, and so, you know, even going back for to those of cash, you, hold on, I'm just cutting you off for one second. For those of you who start getting at me because I disrespected Chadwick Boseman, I did not listen to our review. We do nothing but praise Chadwick Boseman. The, the whole movie is an homage to Chadwick Boseman. They did wrong by the character. Just just for, so I don't get this on Twitter immediately after we release this podcast. They did wrong by the character. And also, I'm a stern believer they should have recast. Recast. Right. Recast. I'm, I'm team recast. After all seeing day. it. Right. After seeing the way they did it, recast. Yeah. And, and you know what? That's the thing. I wasn't sure what they should do until after I saw the movie. Right. And I was like, you know what? Y'all should just recast this, man. Like right, they did to you, you've recasted Hall. people before you can recast again and they better not scrap the Kang storyline. I know that's not DC related, but I'm just, no, no, no. Well, we did a whole month on, on Marvel. Um, what Marvel's beginning, this is from the month of November. We did four episodes all on Marvel, um, two on the history of Marvel universe with this amazing Tara Bennett. And then, uh, we reviewed the Marvels and Loki season two. And if you look at those two properties, and this is the reason why they may mess with Kang because they have to replace Jonathan Majors, the argument has been that in the beginning, it was all about the character. 
and characters were interchangeable. Actors were interchangeable. Um, uh, John Cheadle, uh, Mark Ruffalo takes over the Hulk. You saw that. Now you're starting to see them play, and the only answer for some of the storylines is, well, you have that actor. Let me give you two examples. Loki season two. Why is he wearing a tie? I told you because the TVA. That's like more like no, no. They just want, they just want Tom Hiddleston to look sexy. Yeah, it's sexy Tom, Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Right in the Marvels, there's this massive scene in the middle of the Marvels. Don't get me started where. on that. Don't get me started on that. Seth. They just start dancing. They just start dancing, but they ah. just start dancing, and the answer is they like because Brie Larson can dance. So it's about Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston, not Carol Danvers and Loki. Well, that's unfortunate. Right. And so that's why when you, when, with, with Jonathan Majors, who cares about Jonathan Majors? He's a, he's a shitbag. Okay. I get it. Do whatever you have done, you've done. Go forward, recast. And if Chadwick Boseman tragically dies, you can have another Black Panther. Because if you think from now until the end of time, there's not going to be another Black Panther. You're kidding yourself. Of course, and but but and, and my whole thing is you can't waste that big of a storyline because if, if you if you want this universe to continue in the way that you right for 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 years and decades, whatever you got to flush out all of it, flush right. it all out. And to that end, you almost have to. It's not almost. I think you have to wipe all of the DCEU. Oh, like, no. DCEU, what, what's but, that? But supposedly Amanda about. Waller's still in it, and Peacemaker's still in it, and, you know, either cut it or don't cut it. It's, it's and, interesting. And the only one I'll be sad about is Gal Gadot. So you think they have to recast every person? I think if you're starting over, you're starting over. If you're tying into other movies, you're continuing this storyline. You're multiversing this. You either cut cut it or don't cut it. Make up it's your mind because this is kind of the same. The principles from uh, from uh, Daredevil. Obviously, we got Daredevil: Born Again coming out, right. and like obviously, same character. And is what we saw on Netflix. Is that canon? It happens. Yeah, Agents of Shield. It same happens. same principles apply. See, but Marvel. See, Marvel does its chapters of a book, right? DC. It, 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 and what Marvel's done recently, before we get to DC, Marvel's recently, when when Kelsey Grammer shows up at the end of the Marvels, yeah, they're shoehorning in the X Men movies. Absolutely, that means the X Men movies become canon. Brilliant, brilliant. In Spider Man No Way Home, you now said that in a multiverse situation, the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield movies happened. Plus Venom, because he's in. He's at the end of that too. Okay, so now in DC they don't have that. They have this DC extended universe, but there's a Superman in it, and there's a Batman in it, and an Aquaman, and a Flash, and a Wonder Woman. They have all those guys. And if you're starting over because you're saying we're having a new Superman, then that Superman can't meet Henry Cavill. Brandon Ralph can't put the costume back on. I think he can though. Like I, I, I'll play devil's advocate here okay. because the end of the, the end of the Flash, what we saw with all those 
the homages to all the people who have played. I, I think that opens it up to make anything possible. Um, but I understand what you're saying though. Like, if you're gonna end it, end it. I, I get it. Um, I think it can be part of a multiverse, but it. I don't know, man. I just keep. keep can we can we do better with the job of just telling stories and just tell better stories, right? Good acting, better scripts, better execution on the plot. Well, and I know that that I know from just knowing you, you agree with me in that superhero fatigue is a bunch of crap. There's no oh. such thing. If it's good, if it's good, if it's we good. If we it's go into good. the box office with our popcorn. If it's good, it's good. That's what it is. And people, the problem is you have bottom line executives at all these companies who, I don't know if they still are, but they were like, oh, we're printing money. Continue to print that money. No, you got to put resources into what you're doing or else it's going to be bad. And when it's bad, people will be like, oh, you're not good anymore. Now you've tarnished the brand. I, I think that's happened with DC and Marvel uh, to different degrees. Uh, this latest phase in Marvel, and then obviously the DCEU in general, you, you you can't have directors leaving projects mid-project, and there's got to be one more out actors because of their uh, because of their personal lives. Yeah, or or they're. And I'm not commitments. belittling what Amber Heard did. I'm not saying that Amber Heard's an angel. You had Ezra Miller as the Flash. And you canceled Batgirl. Double down, triple down. We got movies and vaults that have been made that we'll never see the light of day. Right. That's a problem. That's poor planning on someone's part. Mess. It's an absolute mess. It's like, why so, not just put that? Why not just put it on Max? Like, people just want content, man. So wipe it. That's what I'm saying. If that's the case, if this is such a hullabaloo that this Aquaman movie is a, just a big matzo ball right in the middle of everything. If 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 you if your if your universe teetered out, then let it be known as the Snyderverse, and close it, and just stop it. Just like the McGuire movies are the Sam Raimi verse, and and the X Men, that it's the Brian Singer verse. Even though he didn't. But, do but you're saying they're movies. all those those verses still exist because of. What well, we but in Marvel, because in Marvel they creatively shoehorned it in. I think they could creatively shoehorn this in. Listen, in the in the TV show, um, My Adventures with Superman, the the animated series that came out this year, uh, Josie Campbell, who's a regular on this podcast, she was a showrunner of of that show. And there's a scene where Lois Lane finds out that there's a multiverse, and in some incarnations, Superman is evil. Seemed like most of the incarnation Superman was evil, <laughs> right? But do you remember that whole thing where they had where they were trying to fix the 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 the, the, the doicky that goes from universe to universe, and all yeah. of a sudden the Justice League animated series Superman shows up, and the Ruby Spears Superman shows up, and the Super Friends sh Superman shows up. Yeah, that was cool as shit because we love nostalgia here. That podcast is called the Hall of Justice. Listen, said. Nostalgia will just make people money hand over fist every single time. And so, it doesn't have to be good. It's like, it's like you might have some food, right? And that food, when you were a child, like you loved it because like it's part of your childhood. You eat it as an adult and you're like, why did I even like this? But you'll, you're st you'll still be drawn to it. Same thing for the content. 
Same, same, same principles apply. I'm not saying never, ever, ever, ever again, but if you're going to create a new universe, if you, if you're going out of your way to set up a new Superman, right? They're going out of their way to have a new Superman, new Lex, new this, new that, new Jimmy Olsen, new Lois Lane, right? Well, then you got to do the same thing with Wonder Woman. Because Gal Gadot is not meeting this new Superman, even though she hung with Henry Cavill. But what if that Gal Gadot is from a different universe? I'm asking. So Wonder Woman 1 and 2 didn't happen? No, they happened in a different universe. Multiverse. That's 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 all I'm saying. Look, I'm playing devil's advocate. Such a stretch. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Such a stretch. And then what you do is you bring... Such a stretch. Continuity. See, I don't think it's such a stretch. I just think it's a stretch. <laughs> okay, fine. It's a medium-sized stretch. <laughs> <laughs> what if uh, the rumors are true and Jason Momoa is cast as Lobo? How do you feel about that? I think, why didn't we cast him as Lobo instead of Aquaman to begin with? That's what I think. Right? <laughs> that is That is on point. Like, the stuff, it's funny. Because the stuff that Aquaman says in these movies is stuff Lobo would really be saying. Is that is that fair? Like his whole attitude, cavalier, like not caring. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Jason Momoa's Lobo is would be amazing. Like I can't think of a better. I'm trying to think in my head who would be a better actor to play. It's probably some young guy I just don't know about. I don't mind. I, I I don't mind if you recast him as anything. It, it, it's fine. His thing, and it's not the blonde hair. It's not the blonde hair. Aquaman is regal. This guy's a dude. Even his speech at the end of this movie, and then at the end, it's like, I'm Aquaman, dude. Like, peace out. See ya. That came off as a less cool version of I'm Iron Man. Well, do you like- think... Do you think that's in the original script or was that one of the many reshoots? I kept wondering if every scene where there's dialogue is a reshoot. That that might be that might be even an ad lib. Like he just on one of the takes he said that instead of whatever. And right? The response from James Wan is, "Yep, leave that in." I think James Wan because of the restrictions, the knowledge of where this was going, all of it, I think he's like, "Let's just have a good time." And they had a good time. It had a very uh, Thor 3 feel to it. Yes. Like with the Hulk and Thor, like Orm and Aquaman. Like that's kind of. This movie could have benefited from having um, a, uh, someone else, a cameo, Affleck or, or someone. Yeah. I don't know if that was in the original plan. Again, I, I don't know. I don't read enough of this, but. If this movie had one of them, because, you know, to the Flash's benefit, that scene in the beginning where, you know, Batman helps out and Wonder Woman helps out and they're all helping each other, even though the focal point is it's a Flash movie, that's very comic booky, you know? And I just think Aquaman, if you, it's kind of like Supergirl. In any good Supergirl comic, Superman's there. He's not the centerpiece, she's the centerpiece. But Superman's there. Right. The same thing. I just think this could have been benefited by somebody else. We're just saying that because the movie wasn't that good. Like, it is what it is. I I mean it when I say it. I'm not trying to be like, I mean what I say when I say it is what it is. I accepted it 
You know why? Because the, the apathy has not just crept in. It has made a home in your heart. Yeah, it is. Um, on that note, this is how I want to end this discussion. Uh, when this public uh, podcast is published, uh, I'm actually going away for the week. We recorded this a couple of days before the release uh, because I, I went on a little between Christmas and New Year's, uh, took a week off going to visit the the in-laws down in uh in, in in boca the flight going i had to fly without my family because of a work thing so i have a two and a half hour flight on uh, my own what are you gonna watch i downloaded something it's on my phone and i'm gonna i'm gonna do it because i figure i could do that for two and a half hours going down and then coming back, I can I can watch it. Also, I mean, my kids are older; they don't they don't need my full attention. They'll have their own devices to do whatever they're going to do with. The Snyder Cut, Justice League. Have you not seen it? I have. Oh, okay. I want to give it a one more. I want to see if I care about this as opposed to just looking at what's different from the original. Because it's been a couple of years since the original, so now I'm not even connected to the original. And if this universe is going away, I want to see if that is the proper bookend. And does Justice League send this universe off as that's the last thing I'll see? Because I'm never seeing any of these movies ever again. <laughs> I'm never seeing any of these movies uh, again. Are you watching it in like the 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 gray version, or? Oh, I don't know. I hadn't decided. Because there's two versions. You can watch yeah, it like I've kind of black both. and whitish versus. Yeah. Um. First time I saw it, I saw it over four days. It's long. It's like it's four hours. It's, it's, it's giving Dune. <laughs> yeah. No. It's 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 long. And when I saw it the first time, I watched it over four days. Um. um this I'm gonna to try to watch it over two flights. I think you can do that one, because you're downloading it. So like you don't have to watch it just on the plane. You can watch it while you're waiting to get on the plane. Correct. Like you know, while you're waiting for your luggage, what whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> you I, I don't know that I'll revisit the Snyder cut. I'm I'm good. I, I I've seen everything I need to see from this universe, and I've yeah. seen mo mo most of the movies I've seen more than once. Um. I've seen BVS more than once. I've seen, obviously, Man of Steel more than once. Uh, Wonder Woman, I've seen more than once. I, Shazam, I've seen more than once. A lot of, but let me tell you something. A lot of the movies I haven't seen more than once. <laughs> the 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 worst movie from this whole era is Birds of Prey, and like, oh my goodness. Yeah, that's that's who who that's who bad. let this who let this happen. That's pretty bad. That's uh that's a that's a big one. That's a big piece of garbage. Um, it's not good. Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Aquaman, Shazam, Birds of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984, Zack Snyder's Justice League, The Suicide Squad, Black Adam, Shazam Fury of the Gods, which that could be the worst one of all of them. Yeah. The Flash, Blue Beetle, and this Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. If you're wondering what the Lost Kingdom is, it's so irrelevant. We have not even touched on the Lost Kingdom. 
Yeah, it's just it's just they they wanted a title, so they put that in the title. Um, I forgot about Black Adam, by the way. That that, that just tells you where we are. I forgot about Black Adam, and I didn't hate Black Adam, but I definitely yeah, I felt a lot of, in a lot of ways. I felt the same way about Black Adam as this movie. It's like okay, you got a movie star, you're trying to make a movie around a movie star, but uh, I'm not, I am not in, invested. And watching it didn't make me any more vested in in the in the project. I know, but I'll make you laugh. That was the first time I'd ever seen Dwayne Johnson in a live action movie. Yeah, you told me that, and I I I, I got a problem with that because you should go you should go see like Jumanji. There's some good there's some good movies in there, and I know you're like look, 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 you you're the old man yelling at the cloud like no, Robin so Williams told me not to go there. see this remake. Oh, there's so many bad better things out there. Uh, How do you know so unless you've seen it? I just saw the boys in the boat. How was that? Oh, it's brilliant. Really cool. Okay. I was uh I was lukewarm going in. I saw it was a film, you know, screener. We did a Sports with Friends podcast. George Clooney was on it if you go to Sports with Friends. Um I thought it was going to be a lot of 1936 Berlin Adolf Hitler kind of stuff and I was like, ugh. I don't know if I'm in the right mindset with everything that's going on. Uh it's 75% of it is at the University of Washington. And that's really cool because I used to live in Seattle. And the story behind them, how these guys literally just were looking for a bed to sleep in because it's the heart, heart of the Depression, um, make this rowing team, and they're the JV. And then the coach has to make the decision that the better chance of them winning in the Pac-12 or whatever – it wasn't the Pac-12 back then, but whatever competitions they were in, um, the coach has to decide, you know what? The JV gives us the best chance. And then there's this massive race, and it's like an Olympic trial, and they decide to put the JV team in for whatever reason, and they wind up going, and that's the Olympic team. So like, unlike the Dream Team, for example, you don't hodgepodge NBA players from all over the place. This is you select a rowing team into the Olympics. So the Olympic team is the university of Washington. Like it's the Huskies that not this American team and Adolf Hitler's in it. It's weird, but, uh, that, that is weird. Um, but he has to be because of the context of the whole thing. Uh, it's a brilliant job. Um, I'm now going to go back and re read the book that it's based on because I didn't know it. And I was really, really, uh, impressed. I'm not just saying that George Clooney came on the podcast already. It's done, but uh, it was, it, it's just, it's a really cool, it's a cool sports movie. It's, it, it's kind of like Rudy sort of, but it's, you know, it, it's kind of like Rocky sort of, it's a sports movie. My brain is percolating on all things that are really good coming up down the pipeline so you can come back on the podcast talk about something that we loved listen we'll we'll figure it out marvel's got you know what i'm excited to see echo by the way i'm excited for that maybe we do that i need to be excited about something so i've, I've, I've landed on echo i like the dark bring back the dark comics like where yeah. people are getting hurt okay yeah echo looks great and uh wilson fisk is fantastic <laughs> let bro fell in love with that character in, in daredevil oh Love her. All right, man. Uh, how can people... Man, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a happy and a healthy new year. And uh, I can't wait to have you back in uh, 2024. Listen, 
when you say happy new year, I, I'm like, yes, I'm ready to turn the corner. Let's, I'm gonna lose some weight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be more, more hopeful for our, our future comic book shows and stuff. Let, let's, let's all this, let's turn over the leaf in January, okay? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get Seth ever to be more optimistic about the future in, sure. in, in this genre. The great Marshall Harris here on the Hall of Justice. Since this is the last podcast of 2023, I just want to thank everyone for listening to this podcast, supporting this podcast. It's really, really appreciated. We're going to continue as long as there is an audience. See you next week. First week in January. Boy, we have a doozy for you. Someone from Star Wars. See you then.